Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, so here we are. Hello? Hello? Hello, and welcome to the show. My name is Fatty Jebo, and I will be your magnificent host for the hour, pummeling you with the sour sounds of failure. This is a podcast crafted specifically for you, dear listener. You sit there on your soiled and ratty couch, staring at the photograph of an old lover. The salt from your tears has eaten away at the photo emulsion, leaving you to stare at a white, indistinct blob dressed in unfashionable and ugly khaki shorts. Wait, what's that? That's what your lover looks like? Your only lover from five years ago? It is funny, isn't it? It's really funny. Dear listener, I have to admit, I have to join in the audience and laugh really hard at you because you are the saddest creature I have ever laid my eyes on. But you are also special. Let's give dear listener a round of applause. Yes, 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 that's great. And with your story... Let's use your story. Uh, This is radio. Let's use your story to indulge in the (laughs) theater of the mind. Let's go back five years in your life when you fell madly in love with this, this thing. It was a whirlwind romance, wasn't it? You met your lover in the McDonald's parking lot. You were very impressive in your Z28 Camaro, parked strategically across the street from the high school. You sat there every day, in your fancy car, ogling every student, eating Big Macs and fish fillets. You hoped to score, but nobody paid attention to you. You were always frustrated. Wondering what the point was of making the astronomical car payments on your hot Z28 Camaro. It was supposed to be a sex machine, but you were receiving no sex. Well, I can tell you now that your unfortunate flatulence problem was the culprit of your conundrum. You let out too many fish fillet farts, and the high school kids could smell them from across the street. Not even a Z28 Camaro could overcome the pungent stench of your vaporized bowels. But this stench, this stench is what attracted your former lover to you. The white blob in khaki shorts was drawn to your Z28 Camaro. Your farts created a powerful pheromone trail, and before you knew it, the white blob was thrusting its proboscis through your open car window. Its flappy tits were smooshed up against the door, and it left an opaque white smudge on your custom pinstripe paint job. Its fat, pudgy hands reached for the remainder of your Big Mac as 
the proboscis forged around the corners of your blubbery lips, sucking up any loose saliva-soaked fish fillet debris. And it was at that moment that you noticed a cop cruiser in your peripheral vision. They had been watching you for weeks as you were a very suspicious character. You knew that your current situation would give them reason to harass and arrest you. The white blob was frantically shoving your half-eaten Big Mac into its blubber rolls for unknown purposes. Perhaps it was saving it for later, but you did not have the time to ponder its odd behavior because the cops had pulled up beside you. Before they could question you, you quickly yanked on the white blob's proboscis, pulling it through the half-open driver's side window. Fortunately, the white blob's mass was very pliable and it slid through with ease, helped along by the lubrication of the Big Mac secret sauce that oozed from its folds. When the white blob was fully pulled through the window with a sickly suction noise, there was an explosion of iceberg lettuce that erupted from its folds, giving you enough cover to put the pedal to the metal and get the hell out of there. So now, it was just you and the white blob in khaki shorts, outlaws on the run. You drove to a safe house many miles, many, many miles from the McDonald's. The white blob was dozing when you arrived, its proboscis twitching with an involuntary spasm. You thought it was kind of cute. You nudged it awake and brought it inside. The white blob was quivering, and you promptly peeled the khakis off, revealing some sort of sexual organ that resembled a large burnt marshmallow that had been squeezed. It was surrounded by thick tufts of Brillo pad pubic hair. It was leaking some sort of sludge material that had an overwhelming odor of moldy cat feces. The white blob made a strange sloshing noise by rubbing its blubbery rolls together. It sounded like speech, but what was it saying? The sloshing noise slowly became more distinct. And finally, you realized it was saying. You started to strip off your cavariches, but before you could mount the white blob, it reached into the deep cavern of one of its falls and pulled out an old 16-millimeter film canister. It was labeled Instructions on How to Fornicate a White Blob. Fortunately, there was a film projector in the corner. Step 1. Open fold number 4. You will find this on the white blob's back blubber flab. You will find a packet of handy wipes. Use these for cleaning the proboscis as it is coated with a sticky and acidic substance that will burn flesh. Step two, 
Once the proboscis is wiped clean, insert the proboscis into your mouth. Once you have worked up a good lather from bobbing your mouth up and down the length of the shaft, an egg will emerge from the proboscis. Make sure you do not swallow the egg, as it might get stuck in your throat. Step 3. Remove the egg from your mouth and open it over the genitalia of the white blob. The contents of the egg should cover the entire burnt marshmallow genital appendage. Rub it in, making sure to work it into a thick froth. The blackened skin of the marshmallow should soon slip off, revealing a pulsating mass. Step 4. Grab a broomstick and quickly jam it in the pulsating mass. It is very important that you do this with haste, as the pulsating mass will melt if left unattended for more than 15 seconds. Once the broomstick is inserted, you must thrust it quick and hard three times, and then twist it to the right four times. Step 5. At this point, the pulsating mass will grow in size, enveloping the broomstick. This process happens very rapidly, so take caution to quickly loosen your grip as the pulsating mass also grows teeth during this stage and it will close in around your arm. Depending on the disposition of the pulsating mass, which is usually determined by whether or not it had been fed breakfast that day, it might bite your arm. Step 6. In order to fornicate the mouth of the pulsating mass, you must use an object to keep its mouth open lest the razor-sharp teeth chomp down on your genitals during the preceding flurry of excitement. According to our product reviews, a large load of dirty socks usually solves this problem. But be creative. This is the point of the lovemaking process where you can improvise with confidence. Step 7. If you find that the lovemaking process is particularly arduous due to the white blob's girth, smell, and slickness of skin, you can simply masturbate into the mouth of the pulsating mass. This is natural, and should produce no amount of shame. Making love to the white blob is not a competition. It is a creative pursuit that you can approach in any way you find enjoyable. Followed those directions to a T. You did not want to mess this up. This was going to be a very life-defining moment in your sad life. But unfortunately, before you even thrusted the broomstick quickly three times, the cops busted in and threw you off your lever and repeatedly tased you until you had emptied the entire contents of your bowels on that safe house floor. When you woke up, you were in jail, and the white blob was forever disappeared from your life. Was it a dream? Only you... Know that it was real. It was real. And you have that photo that it's secretly placed in your back pocket. That photo that you look at day and night. When you cry forever mourning your loss.
Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, let's get back to the music. Everybody loves the rock and roll music, and you're here for the rock and roll music, right? So let's get on with some rock and roll music on the King of Polka Parade podcast with me, your host, Fatty Jumbo, on the greatest radio station in the world, WFMU, and in this case, WFMU.org. Okay, on with the rock and roll.
He must be strong in her eyes. I will be no fool for her. La 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 la
The Cake and Polka Parade Podcast on WFMU.org. I'm your host, Fatty Jebo. And I played you an exhilarating set of music. It all started with a Japanese version of Romper Room or the Japanese version of Romper Room. Something from the Cartilage Consortium blog. After that, David Fennick doing Divney Remix from the third Policeman Remixes. Something you can get from the Free Music Archive. After that, Cyberphon with the Balkan Bazaar from a various artist compilation from the Music for Maniacs blog. No Humans Allowed, a compilation all of mechanical music. And then after that, Nate Woolley, Scott R. Looney, Damon Smith, and Weasel Walter did Carps Damon, an excerpt from the Carps Damon CD. You can get that for free from their Bandcamp page. And then after that, Walter Steeding and the Dragon People doing New Day from the Downtown 81 soundtrack. And then, Guliana Sorgini, Ultima Kakikacha, Ultima Kacha from Zoo Full original soundtrack. And then after that, Daniel Lemaire doing La Bamba from a compilation of various noise people doing La Bamba. Mixed in with that was Lenny Pickett with the Borneo Horns doing dance music for Borneo Horns number four from the Borneo Horns LP. And then this set ended with Arab on Radar with their track Vatican is up the bat again from Yahweh or the Highway and then mixed in with that was a woman on the subway doing her best William Bennett impression screaming about how she's going to cut the tits off of her mother because she probably deserves it but now Let's get back into the music with some raspberry bulbs recorded live on William Berger's My Castle of Quiet radio program that you can listen to every Thursday night here on WFMU.
Bam. You got me. Sitting in your car making love. Getting lit the stars shine up above. Station and you light a cigarette. Whisper to it the night's been the best yet. When all of a sudden, wham bam,
Galão de vitrine And that's all for this week, the first week of August of 2011, here on the Cake and Polka Parade podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I enjoyed myself. What you just heard was Arago Barnabé, with Kid Superfluo from the Tuberose Vodores LP. Don't expect me to speak Portuguese. Before that was uh, the glass, glass candy in the shattered theater doing brittle women from a seven inch. Before they went uh, kind of electronic and they were much more glammy disco. And before that was Tutu and the Pirates doing uh, Son of Sam Wham Bam or Wham Bam Son of Sam. Tutu and the Pirates was considered, uh, according to local lore, uh, Chicago's first punk band. And uh, Permanent Records here in Chicago just re-released their, uh, their only record, which uh, might be out of print, because I think it was only limited to 300 copies. And starting the set was uh, Raspberry Bulbs doing the song. I forget what it was. I don't got the set list here. But you can get that from the Free Music Archive. They played live on William Berger's show, yada, yada, yada. And that's all. Be a Facebook fan of the Cake and Polka Parade podcast. Or don't. But please do. It'll make me feel a whole lot better. The Cake and Polka Parade podcast on WFMU.org. It's me, your host, Fatty Jubbo, saying goodbye. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. No! <laughs>